Hi, and welcome to the XR for Business podcast with your host, Alan Smithson. Today, I'm going to recap some amazing news that happened last week because uh, it's not it's not enough to just interview everybody in this podcast. Things are coming in at an enormously fast pace right now, and uh, the technology is being invented as we speak. And you know, I have this saying: How do you disrupt an industry constantly and consistently disrupting itself? And the answer is, you just keep making new products, new services. And today's rundown of the news is uh, is no exception. Today is Monday, August 12th, and here is the weekly news. NASA has used Microsoft's HoloLens AR system to design its 2020 Mars rover. Think about that. NASA is using now uh, augmented reality or mixed reality headset to be able to pre-visualize and train and design their new rover systems, which is incredible. The U.S. Army, uh, on another note with the HoloLens, uh, has already ordered 100,000 HoloLenses uh, for um, soldiers in the field. That was a um, almost $500 million deal. It's a really, really big deal. It's probably the, one of the first big deals in augmented reality. Uh, Walmart is now testing store managers with uh, AR and VR exercises. So uh, earlier in the year, Walmart rolled out training to 17,000 headsets across uh, their entire enterprise and started training people in virtual reality. And what they realized is that by uh, adding a few extra elements to that training, so you're in VR, you're looking around, you're answering some questions. By answering some specific questions around you know, what do you do if a customer does this? Or uh, what is the right answer here? What they're able to do is they're able to not only test employees for their job that they're in, but also test them for uh, their ability to be uh, promoted within Walmart. Imagine there's people probably working there for 10 years and nobody's ever really promoted them to manager because they didn't see that. So this is a great tool for Walmart to use VR for training and then also uh, glean some really great information uh, around that to help people progress in their careers and help Walmart progress people from within. Boeing is using AR right now to guide service workers. They, um, they're using this, Airbus is using it. Uh, there's all sorts of companies using AR now. So what they're doing is they're allowing you to wear these glasses, look at a machine and using computer vision to recognize where the machine is and what step you're at in the manufacturing process, you're able to then see the information that you need real time and apply that. So for example, you're maybe doing a wiring harness or maybe you're putting you know screws into a, a machine. It walks you through step by step by step. And the real importance of this is that as uh, the aging workforce starts to retire en masse, uh, there's going to be a, a cataclysmic shift between people that have years and years of experience and people being hired to replace them that have zero experience. And so what AR allows you to do is not only capture uh, from the point of view of that person uh, through expert capture, and I know PD, PTC is doing that in a number of other companies, but not only be able to capture that, but also being able to project it back onto your vision. I think that's really exciting. And you know, like I said, Boeing, Airbus, uh, there's so many companies working on this in the industrial enterprise um, sphere. Google uh, revived its Google Glass project. Google Glass 2 is out now and they're selling into enterprise applications. Really, Google Glass is a great understanding of how future AR may happen. If you look at something like the North glasses, where they look like a normal pair of glasses and they give you a little heads up display, almost the same as your watch display on your smartwatch, you know, but instead of having to look down at your watch and then, you know, swipe left or right, you're actually able to just glance up 
and continue conversations with people. This is, in my opinion, far less distracting. And when you're in an enterprise situation where you you need to be, uh, you know, hands on uh, working on things, you can have the information delivered to you in a way that's contextual and also not really taking over your field of view, just giving you the information in a small window. I think that's a really great use case of AR and Google Glass is, uh, is really pushing that. Another company that's really uh, kind of doubling down on that, that little kind of micro display technology is a company called Realware. Uh, they're based out of Vancouver, Washington, and they just raised another $80 million for their head-mounted AR display. And it's not really augmented reality. It's not, it's not sensing the world around. It's not projecting information. All it's doing is giving you uh, the equivalent of a, you know, a 10 inch tablet about three feet from your head. So imagine, you know, being able to hold out a tablet and have somebody stand there and hold it for you and get the information that you need in context. It's really helpful to keep your hands where they need to be. And that's on the, uh, on the work itself. So um, congratulations to Realware. Now, on the funding front, Snap or Snapchat, as it was previously known, uh, Snap is known as a camera company now. They are a camera first company. And what their whole idea is that they're delivering experiences through the lens of the camera. And uh, my 15-year-old daughter, she uses Snapchat all the time to communicate with her friends, but they don't text anymore. They literally just take a picture of herself, of themselves. Sometimes it's just a picture of their hair or their eyeballs, or it's really, really you know, kind of silly to us who are kind of a little bit older, but for them, that's the way they're communicating. And Snap is raising another billion dollars uh, with a focus on acquiring or building more augmented reality technology into the platform. They've seen a real uh, amazing engagement with augmented reality using Snap filters, face filters and all this. So there's tons of things coming out around Snap. Samsung just this week introduced a, a partnership with Microsoft. So Microsoft and Samsung are going to be partnering to bring the Samsung phone uh, to Microsoft clients around the world. But one of the incredible things that they showed off this year, and I, I did a LinkedIn post about this and it got about 50,000 views in the last week, um, is that they showed off their new Note 10 with the full ability to 3D capture products and, and things. They did a demo where they took the phone, scanned it around a, a little teddy bear, not only did it create a 3D model instantly, but it also was able to rig that teddy bear and then animate it based on some other computer vision that's capturing an individual in the camera, projecting the AR teddy bear in the camera, and then making the teddy bear do what you're doing by waving your arms or moving around. This is like mind-blowing territory. Think about the ramifications of this for e-commerce alone. Um, up until now, if you wanted to take one of your products and convert it to 3D, you had to take you know, a couple hundred photographs, run it through some photogrammetry software, and it would spit it out. Then you'd spend a couple hours cleaning it up for every product. This is not uh, something that's scalable. But if you look at what the Note 10 is introducing, now you can walk around a product and hit go. And all of a sudden, now you've got a fully volumetric version, 3D version of that product ready to go for web 3D, for AR, and for VR. So congratulations, Samsung, on that amazing feat. On the medical front, a company called OsoVR, O-S-S-O-V-R, uh, has partnered with UCLA and they just did a, a training study for surgeons uh, that shows the surgeons that are using virtual reality to train are beating traditional training by 130%. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, I personally want the surgeon who is trained in VR uh, if they're getting 130% better training because uh, I, I want, you know, here it is, we wouldn't let a pilot fly a jet without first, you know, clocking many, many hours in a virtual simulator. 
why do we let surgeons operate on people without that? We have the technology now. I think it's going to be mandatory very soon that we push out uh, virtual reality training to all surgeons. And I think this is a great kind of milestone in, uh, in the fact that this technology is driving massive value in the medical community. Switching gears again to automotive, Audi has partnered with Unreal Engine and Macavision to introduce a new digital showroom, which uh, takes a beautiful photorealistic version of their Audi cars and creates it into a, a 3D web viewer for VR and AR. So there's uh, some amazing use cases. Uh, August 12th is the date. I ran through these pretty quickly, but um, we'll have more information in our weekly newsletter. You can sign up at xrforbusiness.io. I hope you enjoyed this. This is the XR for Business podcast with Alan Smithson. Cheers.